0: Uh, wow, getting that low register yeah, starting us off. That's my audition
1: for Hades and Hades Town. Oh wow, it's very good. Which I uh listened to uh recently in full again. Did you? And I was just like, and I was like trying to sing along to Hades and I'm yeah. just like and like I can sing some low notes, but yeah. that motherfucker goes low. <laughs> I mean true. That's, that's like true. beyond I'm not
0: that girl. I mean, yes, I mean Hades Town, I believe, is reformed by a man. So that would <laughs> be lower <laughs> well you know but like it, you know comparatively yes, yes. comparatively yes, exactly. uh, did it hold up for you did Hades Town. Oh, up oh it's absolutely you? beautiful I don't think I've listened to it since we did that review of it but I am going to see it in a couple of weeks oh are you yes
1: I also discovered that I can also sing most of who uh, who's the lead guy's name I'm Orpheus remember. Oh, I can sing like literally 98% oh. of his shit the only thing I can't sing is the like the um, wait the wait for me part oh. where I can't sing that do you
0: sing do you sound as lovely as he sounds because that oh my tone is Cash-
1: absolute like garbage disposal <laughs> but like you know I'm a character actor it's just oh. it just sounds so silly when I sing it that, so but you I, know it it still comes out that's the what I think that
0: like stayed with me the most from that cast recording is like the beautiful vocal performances of him. And I think the lady as well. Had a great oh, point. Eva
1: Noblazada? Yes. Yeah. Oh, every yeah. time we listen to Eva Noblazada I go crazy. You always are like, who is she? She's amazing. And I'm like, you've heard her several <laughs> times before.
0: <laughs> but I nev- she never sticks with me, but every time I'm happy to hear her. So oh, thank I mean, you, Eva. Yeah. Eva
1: thank the thank diva. Eva the diva. Yes. Yeah. Top model who? <laughs> well, no, we like top models. <laughs> Everybody, welcome back to the another Two Gay Mats podcast. It's Matt Steele. It's Matt Palmer, and it's another week that has gone by. It's um, getting warmer. Yes, I'm wearing a, a sweater—not well, a sweater, but like a sweatshirt—and that was a bad decision. I was going to say it was a choice you made. It was a choice I made. Yeah. but what are you going to do? I'm wearing shorts, so my That's legs are smart. cool. I, I know, love that. I know. I'm wearing a
0: new uh, Mariah Carey T-shirt that was gifted to me by Jackson um, for my birthday. So.
1: How kind!
0: It was very kind. Yes, is
1: this the one that you like? Suggest you were just like, hey, Jackson, I want this.
0: Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's very much like, oh, I don't need, we don't, shouldn't do lists for gifts. We should just like buy what's in our hearts. And like, yes, but mm, no. I feel I, we've had a middle ground and I send a list. He will do some from the list and we'll do some off. of.
1: This is why like giving gifts like really stresses me out because mm-hmm. I'm never sure if the person will like it. Right. So I'm very much like only, but well, also I feel weird like when people buy me things anyway. It's like, you don't yeah. need to give me a gift. Just like give me a hug. Tell me you love me. Tell me my hair looks good. And that's all I need. I'll accept it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll accept like a Venmo. All right. Twenty dollars is always something I want. Wow. Yeah. Um but yeah, I'm, I'm always like, don't like give me something unless like you know one hundred thousand percent. Right. Like Matt Steele needs says said that he wanted this and right. you know that he doesn't have
0: it. And I feel like the worst thing is to buy someone a gift that they're not gonna that they don't need and they now feel obligated to use in some way. And it's like I it's don't want that for anybody. So, so just tell me what you want, what you really, really want. Mm. Mm. Ha, 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 so ha. Matt Steel. Yeah
1: how was your week? My week was good. Yeah. Did absolutely nothing except (laughs) um, for work. I think like two weeks ago I told you that I was doing, we have like a new promotional thing going on for the restaurant where I work. There's like flyers that we have to give out to everyone Mm. in the neighborhood in Santa Monica. And so my boss is like, hey, you want to earn extra hours? Uh, Just like walk around all the neighborhoods in Santa Monica and put these in people's mailboxes. Mm -hmm. So all the days I did not work this week, I was walking around getting that hourly wage. I was going to say. Listening to podcasts and my legs and feet are so sore wow. like he has so many blisters on them oh. so if you would like to rub them after this podcast I'm actually unavailable I'm so sorry uh, but like dude like no one has needs to know your boyfriend's not even here I
0: know that's he's not in town oh my god that's the thing do you have more to, I don't want to go into my thing if you have more to say
1: it's li- nothing interesting the in thing, this thing is <laughs> I didn't do anything either all right
0: I don't I never wanted to be one of those girls who got a boyfriend and was like ah oh, we do everything together and like we don't have friends of our, of our own and all of this and then he's gone he left on Friday and is going to be gone for the next 10 days and I'm like Am I that girl? Like, oh. Did that You're become like, me? What do I and do? I'm like texting furiously to people, and they're like, "Matt, I'm I'm busy. I have plans. I've made plans a while back." What's oh, interesting. Weekend. Let
1: me check my text messages because I well, girl, I, I don't know. recall getting a text message <laughs> from Matt Palmer being like, <laughs> "Hey, you want to just hang?" We have a
0: standing appointment to hang. <laughs> this
1: counts as hanging, but it also counts as content, and so I
0: feel like and it counts as a job and it counts as a job. Yeah. And so, <laughs> I, yes, I mean, hello, we're about to go to freaking Palm Springs That's as just true. friends. That's true. (laughs) in the coming weeks so it'll be fine but I just I I have a friend who uh, is in Long Beach Sarah who's a listener and actually she's the one whose boyfriend listens too Eric hey hey
1: Sarah and hey Sarah's boyfriend yes
0: Sarah's boyfriend Eric and so Eric is like a firefighter and so he oh good job Sarah
1: ooh girl (laughs) he has
0: to go and like fight fires and shit from time to time and so luck like not luck but like he had (laughs) to fight (laughs) a He had to fight a fire on Friday. And so I was like, oh my God, Sarah, let's hang. I'll do whatever you want to do. Yes, I'll drive to Long Beach. Like, don't worry about it. I'm on my way. See you there. And it's like, whew. And then yesterday, I didn't have any plans and no one was in my apartment. Also, and, uh, and also Janie is gone as well. Mm. So both Janie and Jackson being gone. So I just didn't really do much yesterday. I laid in bed and played Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, which is the Nintendo 64 version of Zelda, which is now available on Switch if you pay a little upgrade, whatever. So I did <laughs> How that. much did
1: you pay? Was it a little upgrade? It
0: is, I think, per year. So it's not that bad. Okay. $50. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you get other things too. Like you get the new Mario Kart courses as they're being released.
1: That and... sounds cute.
0: All right. Anyway. Anyway, so yes, yesterday I didn't really do much of anything. I like, I mean, you're gonna see. I'm gonna post a video on Instagram. so this morning I ha- I bought a new thing to kind of fight the issues we've been having with uh, the Twitch and the recording and the CPU errors. Mm-hmm. So it's been doing well, and in a way that I was testing that, and something that I might want to do on Twitch in the future is I basically was playing karaoke tracks of songs and like singing to them with my mic and going through and like hearing the echo and making sure that it worked and also just like doing it for fun because I didn't have anyone. To <laughs> and because you like to hear yourself. So singing. I'm singing like stars and make them oh. hear you and also fill me in by Craig David and
1: like <laughs> we should do like a two game mats, like live Les Mis concert oh of just God. the two of us. It would
0: be hilarious. And I know
1: you want to play Javert yes. but I call Javert suicide. Why do you Javier I call it our suicide. So suicide. Good. Well, that's why we you need a, a trained BFA holding oh musical theater. I have a BFA. Professional, not in musical theater. I have a BFA. All right, how about this? We do a Les Mis concert and then we each sing Javert's Suicide and then everyone votes below. Fine. I okay. think, yes, I think that's good. But we need
0: some sort of voting system. The thing to is, though, better. like,
1: I can't get through Javert's Suicide without crying. That,
0: well, then there you go. It's got the role's mine. Sorry, Speaks. No,
1: fuck. Fine. I'll be Madame Tanadier. See, that's the role for you. Oh, that's you. the role for me. Girl. I mean, come on. Madame Tanadier and Young Eponine. Those are the two roles I can play in Les Mis.
0: So. Spoiler alert, I have plans for every day of the weekend next weekend. Oh, that's good. <laughs> because I'm like, this is not gonna happen again. It even was it wasn't even that bad. It just was like I don't know. It just it brings up a lot of like, oh my God, am I pulling away from friends? Like am I codependent? But it's like it's literally one day. I just need to calm down. Well, it is you know? very
1: like creepy because especially like me, like my two, you moved away. I did. My and in within a year and a half, Matt Palmer moved out of the apartment. Yes. And my two best friends moved out of Los Angeles. Yeah, <laughs> and that's so a it's tough like year. Oh. Um so but you know, I'm still I still have my other friends in Los and, Angeles. Yeah, and I see day. you every week. I know, I you know? know, but you know, still And uh, another thing that happened this week, Pastor Dan is no longer with us. (laughs) Meaning he's not in the apartment, not that he passed away. (laughs) And Travis has, he's uh, getting his mattress moved into our, well, my apartment as uh, we speak. That's amazing. Welcome, Travis. Welcome, Travis. You got to get him on the podcast. Oh, yeah. He can like uh, do some lay Mis for (laughs) like with us. He can (laughs) be the ensemble. (laughs)
0: We're literally going to have like no viewers on this Twitch stream of us all doing lay Mis together. Are you kidding? I don't know.
1: People, if people like sit around and like talk, watch us react to literally. Really, anything they'll <laughs> they'll sit, they sit through a whole lame concert. I don't
0: know. I don't know that that's true. But um, so, wait, should we dive into news for idiots? Let's go into the news. All right. So, Big Matt Steel news right up top. Exactly. <laughs> The Tony Award nominations were announced. Was yes. it last Monday?
1: It was Monday,
0: it yes. It was Monday, so right after we recorded the podcast, it came out that uh, the Tony Awards are uh, going to be happening in on June 12th in a four-hour television and streaming event mm. that will be broadcast
1: live coast-to-coast for the first time. I know. That's
0: great news. Uh, and Ariana DeBose is this year's host. I think
1: that's so cool. It's very smart. Yeah, it's interesting that they took the format of Paramount Plus that they did last year of being mm. like, the awards are going to be on Paramount Plus. And then CBS is going to have a concert. And then they were just like, okay, never mind. We're not doing that anymore. We're going to have a regular Tony Awards this year, it yes. seems, uh, which is nice. I actually had a dream about us podcasting about this last night. Interesting. It was a nightmare. Why? Because um, in my dream, I was like, aren't we going to talk about the Tony nominations? And you were just like, ugh, if you want. And I was like, okay, um, let me remember what the snubs were. And I couldn't remember because I was dreaming. Yes. And, you know, I wasn't thinking clearly. And yeah. when I dream, usually I'm somewhat aware that I'm dreaming. Yeah. And so I'm like, he doesn't He doesn't know that I'm dreaming and I can't think straight. And I'm like, Matt Palmer, tell me what the snubs were. And you were like, I'm not telling you because I don't care. Wow. I'm and really I was, mean in your dream. You were so mean in my dream. That's uh, not what I'm really like. No, not at all. You just won't let me sing Javier suicide (laughs) no I won't (laughs) Um, and so okay let's go through the Tony nominations okay so do best musical
0: best musical is a girl from the North Country and not heard of that MJ Mr. Saturday Night Paradise Square six the musical and a strange loop
1: okay well a strange loop is obviously going to win oh there's a lot of nominations like usually there's only like four best musical nominees and this year there are six yeah I feel like the number of numbers is it always different from category to category because I'm like best revival is three yeah well I I think like if there are a certain number of shows there mm. always has to be like a certain number less of oh, nominations got it um, so like if there were three revivals out this year there will only be two slots for it or something oh. like that okay. um, or there's some sort of rule going on like that but yeah a strange loop is winning uh, best musical mm-hmm. um, I don't know I, I would say company is probably going to win best revival but okay um, I do love Carolina change. I mean Carolina change and the music man are both like two of my absolute top 10 favorite musicals of all time what is um, the
0: production of the music man? Man, did it get good reviews?
1: Um, I think it got like fine reviews. Okay. There are some people, I haven't seen it, but there are some people who are like, oh, it's a little too polished. Mm. Um, doesn't have the heart that Music Man has. Just that it's like a little too polished. Okay. I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah. And who else are you... I mean, I don't know. What categories I mean the, do you want to talk about? I mean, there were this some major opinion. snubs in... What else what, what, the snubs? Leading actress in a musical. All right. Leading actress
0: in the musical. Who are the nominees? Nominees.
1: Read out the nominees.
0: Um Sharon D. Clark for Carolina Change. Carmen Cusack for Flying Over Sunset. Sutton Foster, The Music Man. Joaquina Kalukango, Paradise Square. And Mayor Winningham for The uh, Girl
1: from the North Country. Yes. So... Uh, Beanie Feldstein was not nominated for Funny Girl. Oh, is it that bad that I forgot it was a musical? <laughs> I was like, yeah, she didn't get in for play. <laughs> Crazy. You
0: thought Funny Girl was <laughs> no, a play? No, I knew logically it wasn't, but I think Beanie Feldstein, and I don't
1: think Singer. She does musical theater, though. She has a lovely voice. I mean, not according to those reviews. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's a difference between, like like, oh, this person can sing and can do musicals and like this person can sing Fanny Bryce. right <laughs> Like that's a very different thing. So is that the big snub? I That's that's also, that's the big snub, but also Katrina Lenk was not nominated mm. for Company, which like everyone was expecting that to, wow. for her to be nominated for that. So that was a big surprise. Um, It's interesting. I feel like the pe- the two people that people are really passionate about in this category are Sharon mm. D. Clark in Carolina Change, which she was fantastic. Yeah. That's the only show this season I saw, Um, but uh, she was fantastic. Fantastic. and um, uh, Carmen Cusack and Flying Over Sunset mm. both of those shows are closed oh so but I mean I, I never know I know that um, uh, Joaquina uh, in Paradise Square is apparently excellent great I mean they're all I mean there's Sutton Foster she's always excellent and Mayor Whittingham for a Girl from North Country when you think Mayor Whittingham you don't think musical but like I guess she's great
0: good for her so good for her uh, what what other categories are you most excited about? Were there any other major snubs that you wanted to discuss?
1: Um, I don't know if there were any more like major snubs and snub mm. snubs snubs. snubs. Um, and
0: Funny Girl did get a nomination, didn't it? It
1: got one for Featured
0: Actor in a Musical. Got it. Yeah. And then Diana got a nomination for Costumes. For costumes. Design. Yes.
1: But so then wasn't there something going on with that costumer? Yeah, William Ivy Long. There were accusations about like sexual harassment with William Ivy Long. That, that show insane. cannot catch a break. I know. It really can. <laughs> um. Well, yes. I mean, I'd love to talk more about it, but I don't. If there's anything else about the Tony I mean,
0: nominations you want to discuss, you need to lead me there.
1: That's the hard thing with like Tony nominations. It's like I only saw one show because yeah. we live in Los Angeles. Yes. And so the ticket I bought was Carolina Change because it's like one of my favorite things on the planet. So mm. that's the only thing I can comment on. It was a fantastic production. I mean, I can comment and be like, I love The Music Man. I love company. Like, I love these shows, but I can't speak specifically about these productions. I would
0: like to listen to A Strange Loop in the next week
1: or two. Oh, you have to. Well, the thing is, is only the off-Broadway cast recording is out now. The The Broadway cast recording only has five songs released now. Mm, I believe okay. the, the Broadway cast recording comes out um, like in full June 10th. That date sounds right to me. But with,
0: isn't the off-Broadway version the version
1: where the writer of the musical is the lead? No. Or wait.
0: Who's the lead of that of the
1: off-Broadway the version? The lead of the off-Broadway version is uh the guy from his name's Larry Owens. Larry Owens. Who, oh, from so uh, Abbott Elementary. Abbott Elementary. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I'm excited to see yes. I mean, I would listen to that. I believe, He's great on Abbott Elementary. I believe um what's the the guy's name for uh who's starring in a Strange Loop now? He's uh uh, something spivey, I believe his last name is let's see let's um, see. I believe he's probably the front runner uh Jekyll, uh Jekyll Spivey, okay, uh Spivey Spivy. I don't know, uh, but I assume he's the front runner for I imagine a strange loop will get a lot of love.
0: I saw, on Tony so
1: I imagine he's the front runner to win.
0: I saw a clip of I think a strange loops like official Twitter posted a clip of like a little clip of a pro shot moment, and I was like, oh my, this song is.
1: Excellent. What song was it? I have no idea. Was it Inner White Girl?
0: I was not. Oh,
1: <laughs> inner was White not. Girl is everything. Wow. Oh, I love Inner White Girl. I'm curious to know what song it was. Uh, featured actress in a musical is kind of a bloodbath. Yes. Um, <laughs> I was it a bloodbath? Just because it's like there are people in it that everyone like wants to win. Mm. <laughs> like, oh, um, Shoshana Bean. Shoshana Bean finally got an Oscar nomination. Oh, good for her. Elle Morgan Lee is uh, the first transgender performer to be nominated for a Tony Award man, uh, I have to root for her now. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, Shoshana. <laughs> um, and uh, Patty Lapone, obviously for company. Mm. Jennifer Samard, who I hear is also phenomenal in company and hilarious. Wow. Uh, uh, Jeanette B- uh, Bayardell, I believe is how you pronounce her last name. She's been around for a long time. I mm. saw her in The Color Purple because I saw the original production of The Color Purple three times and she was the second Celia I saw and she's fantastic, so wow. I'm happy she has a Tony nomination. And Jane Howdy Shell, everyone loves Jane Howdy Shell. She's, she's won before. If uh, you were
0: to guess, guess who was going to win this category, who do you think?
1: Uh, I mean, Patty's the front runner mm-hmm. um, but I don't know maybe since she's nominated with her co-star and company maybe that could split, split votes. votes. it happens and uh, you never know And if they you know they might really love uh, L Morgan Lee in a strange loop or um, Sh- I mean Shoshana's just, is just it's just such a name in yes. like the theater community about uh, and she's such a vocalist that I could imagine People being like, voters being like, she's Shoshana. Like, let's throw love Shoshana's way.
0: I was just, I mean, I think I mentioned this in the Discord the other week. But like, I truly am addicted to her performance of She Used to Be Mine, which she does it for like Broadway.com or something. And I like if I watch it on YouTube, I have to continue watching it for the next like forty five minutes. It's like oh no, this is all I need for the rest. But it's like when I listen to Burn on Hamilton, it's like oh I have to listen to it again. Yeah, it's just so good. She's all amazing. you
1: need is Shoshana Bean. Yeah, so so everyone loves that category.
0: So um, what do you think about Patti Lapone yelling at an audience member about not wearing a mask? I mean, it's what
1: Patti Lapone does. I she sits she there. Does. Have you seen the video footage? I haven't. I heard her... there were cheez its involved. Oh my God, the video footage of her before the yelling is even better. It's her just sitting there eating Cheez-Its <laughs> and swinging and this her this is legs. for like a, a official talkback moment? Yeah, it seems like after a, a performance of Company, mm. uh, there was a talkback with all the, the women in Company, the female leads, mm. and um, it's one I got from the TikTok that I watched okay. from a boy who was there. Uh, he said that... They were just, you know, asking questions about being a woman in theater and everything. And you could kind of tell, like, the interview was kind of like ho-hum. Right. Nothing super interesting happening. And you could tell everyone was tired. Um, And Patty was just sitting there with a martini, just eating a bowl of (laughs) Cheez-Its. And apparently, like, Patty kept looking at a woman in the second row uh, and motioning to put her mask over her nose because her mask wasn't over her nose. Mm. And the woman, like... Started doing jokey things like putting her mask over her eyes, like making fun of the fact That's that Patty was like, put your mask over your nose. So Patty like stopped the interview, I think, to be like, First of all, ma'am, can you please cover your nose with your mask? And the woman, I guess, did not want to do it. And uh Patty Lapone was screaming, If you don't want to do it, then get the fuck out of here. I mean And the woman had the audacity <laughs> to say I pay your salary. I saw that. I saw that. You. I mean, that woman was <laughs> asking for Clearly. a death wish, I like mean, th-
0: because it, you know who you don't go against, Patty.
1: <laughs> Patty LePone, Patti no. and she and Patty LePone just went bullshit. Chris Harper pays my <laughs> salary. I love that. And <laughs> so Chris Harper just became the most, most famous man on theater Twitter for about. <laughs> About 36 hours. Um, so good Jeez. for him. And uh, yeah, so we love a Patti Lapone. And she gave us the iconic classic Who Do You Think You Are line, which mm. she has given us before and which, you know, is featured in the movie Devo's available now. Oh my gosh. Um, and apparently, like at the end of the interview, Patti Lapone just started screaming, This is bullshit, grabbed her martini, the b- bowl of Cheez Its, and walked <laughs> off stage saying, This is bullshit. The thing
0: is, like, say what you will about uh, Patti Lapone and her, you know, temperament sounds like she's absolutely right in this case <laughs> I literally did not hear a word you said that was oh she's out of line or doing something bad like no fuck
1: that lady well, who is she because the thing is also it's like this talk back, like was free to the I mean the people bought paid money for a ticket to company and everything, sure. but like they didn't pay extra for this talk back. so they were getting like it's like a special treat a yeah. special treat to hear Patti LaPone and Katrina Lank and like Jennifer Samard and like all the rest of the cast company like talk about their craft because you know they didn't want to do that no. shit it was I think a Tuesday night they were tired they just performed a show yeah they were exhausted and they're just like oh let's do this for the people so it's just like no 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 if we're giving this to you like follow the rules put your mask over your mouth or over your nose please I can't believe we're just still having this conversation I know like
0: we're always going to be and it's just
1: what I mean hey the fact that there hasn't been a dance remix of Patty's uh, yelling yet is like come on gays I mean give it time it's only been a couple days right I've been waiting a couple days The, the world was created in seven, girl. Oh my God. Really? We're comparing
0: all the days in the world with like Pro Tools to uh, God? That's
1: what I mean, to? If a dance remix finally comes out, it better be the best dance remix be- ever because you've taken long enough. I'm hopeful. Okay. I'm hopeful. Maybe you can do that.
0: I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> I am busy. I hate coming on here with sad news. Um,. But Britney Spears and Sam Ascari posted on their Instagrams today um, the following message. It is with our deepest sadness. uh, We have to announce that we lost our miracle baby early in the pregnancy. This is a devastating time for any parent. Perhaps we should have waited to announce until we were further along. However, we were overly excited to share the good news. Our love for each other is our strength. We will continue trying to expand our beautiful family. We are grateful for all of your support. And we kindly ask for privacy during this difficult moment.
1: I am so sad it's it's this just
0: is... it's sad and i and a part of me even when she announced it i was like how far along is she i don't mm. know i don't know and it's all very sad and i want nothing but good things for both of them but i do think if we're looking for a silver lining this is so common i feel like and yeah i was now that we are of age that like friends of ours are getting pregnant or like a- attempting to conceive and all of that the number the amount the like probability of this happening and like the frequency at which this happens
1: is so much more than I ever knew oh that's the thing that I feel like I've learned in the past couple years even like not even like 10 years like the past maybe like 4 years is how common it seems like miscarriages are and it's like why was this never talked about more like when we were younger you know because I would think of miscarriage as a child and be like oh this is so rare and like Dev and of course it it is devastating regardless of whether it's rare or not. Right. But like I always thought it was such a rare thing. Right. Um But now I'm I'm seeing that it's not, and I think that's because so many more people are talking about right. it and so and are more open about it. So, I mean, it's it's wonderful that Britney Spears, you know, was felt comfortable enough to like talk about it yeah. in her Instagram posts and everything, and and you know, even though this is a very hard time for her, I'm sure she's devastated. It's I hope she find some solace in knowing that she's making some other people who have gone through similar experiences realize that they're not alone because because the more voices that talk about this happening and this being a common thing, the less alone you feel. Right, And
0: that's the thing is like at this moment that has got to be like one of the lowest of your life. Yeah. The the, uh, uh, added isolation of like, Oh, this is uncouth to talk about. This has to be even more devastating along with what's already happened. So it's, devastating on so many levels. I agree. I'm glad that the conversation is open and that hopefully other people will feel comforted by this because they've gone through something like that. But as someone is mentioning in the Twitch, it is just so sad that this past 13 years of her life this is all she wanted and now that she's finally out of this conservatorship.
1: And she was forcibly sterilized for that period of time. Right.
0: It's just it's just sad and devastating and yeah. like I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. And yeah, s-
1: and I, I wonder if that forced sterilization and then coming off of it is like kind of affected this pregnancy. Who knows? Because Her body might have been like, what's happening? I
0: mean, um, we're not doctors. Yeah, but, I don't know how, <laughs> how it works. But, but I, I hope one way or another she has the additional children she wants. And I want everything good for her, as you all know. And so, everyone, think positively about Britney. Um, good um, more. This is really good news for Matt Steele podcast. Oh, honestly. this is everything I wanted. <laughs> After I believe I have gone on record saying Matt Steele is never going to happen. Zac Efron has publicly said that he is interested in a High School Musical reboot. <laughs> Quote. <laughs> Of course, seriously, having the opportunity in any form to go back and work with that team would be so amazing. My heart's still there.
1: My heart's still there, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's like, is this a result of like your career slowing down a little bit in the past couple of years? Maybe, but what? however we got here people like Matt Steele around the world are going to be thrilled.
1: Well, I think he might also be realizing kind of just like, you know what? Like, this was great. Like, this was a great entertainment that I was a part of and I think he's Maybe not taking himself so seriously anymore. For sure, maybe there was a time where he was like, "No, I don't want to do." Like, I remember there was a time where um, Christian Bale like refused to talk about Newsies and everything, and now he's just like, "Ah, "Yeah, I was in Newsies." And it's it's like, it's like, yes, you were. It's like you put respect on Newsies'
0: name. There was a moment when Avril Lavigne wouldn't perform complicated at our Girl, and it's like. Please, Girl, this is what we love you for. And give us, give the people what they want.
1: And the thing is that not enough people talk about is Zac Efron. Yeah, of course he's like stunningly attractive. He's very macho and you know strong and everything. Like me, kind of. Yes, of course. Yes, um, you're basically twins. Um, <laughs> so I feel like a lot of people would seem to be like, oh, strapping leading man in a drama or something. But what people don't like think about enough or talk about enough is he is so good in comedies and in like ch- charming. Movie, he's such a charmer as well, and he's he's just fits so well in comedies. Like in a um, what's it? Neighbors. Neighbors. He, he was is great. So good in Neighbors. Like he's, he's so great good at 17 comedy. Again, he's so great in seventeen. That's again. a great movie. And just High School Musical, he is just nothing but charm and. I I feel like that's where he lies. Like, even like the the Baywatch. Mm. It's like, oh my God, he's perfect in this because it's just ridiculous. <laughs> Did you watch Baywatch? No. But like <laughs> But I saw the trailer and I was just like, oh like, my God, yes. this is hilarious. This because works. he's making fun of himself right. in this movie. And so I would love to see a high school musical reboot if Kenny Ortega is also back, of course, mm. and the original songwriters. If, Let's go. If
0: Kenny Ortega's not involved, do you want it?
1: Of course I still want it, but like <laughs> I
0: you would worry that it wouldn't I would be worry. Okay. Yes. Because Kenny That's Ortega fair.
1: is just so much the vision behind High School Musical. And he's the reason why it is so, For so sure. effective and so perfect.
0: Um, And a couple, I think, quick news bites. And I can't, this is a story that I only wanted to mention because it's interesting to me that I am truly 50 50 on like, do I think this is cute or do I think this is annoying? <laughs> Dolly Parton and Doja Cat are bringing a Taco Bell musical to TikTok. Doja Cat, you know I have my problems with, but is a funny person. She made a rap about bringing back the Mexican pizza at Taco Bell, and it went viral, and they're bringing back the Mexican pizza. So clearly Taco Bell gave her a call and was like, Kim, let's do something. Dolly Parton, eternally an icon and a legend, great comedian, brilliant songwriter, of
1: course. Great at writing musicals as well. Scored a nine to five slaps. Really? Yes. Get out and stay out, please, girl. Wow.
0: Okay, well, love that for her, but it's like, is that, I believe this is happening on TikTok. Okay. Um, I, and I just can't... Do you think this is cute
1: or annoying? Everything involving TikTok is annoying. <laughs> <laughs> even with Dolly? I mean, not with I mean, not with this Dolly. This is what I'm saying. I mean, we'll see. We'll see how it is. Like, even like stuff like... Uh, I remember the Ratatouille musical. I... On TikTok, I remember everyone was very into that, mm. and I was just like, "I feel like my brain can't comprehend what's happening, so I'm just not <laughs> going to watch it, not like engaging um, with that." I'm sure it's very cute and very creative and great and everything, but like, I, my brain only has so much capacity. I get that, and I'm running out quickly as I get older. <laughs> and so I don't know that your brain, and capacity so like running out, and so that's these like era of like TikTok musicals. I'm just like, I don't know if I can wrap my head around any mm. of this. I would love to. But I'm so tired. At least Doc, it doesn't seem like Dr. Luke's going to be involved. I love that.
0: I love, love Do, that. That's the best part about it is Doja Cat doing things in which Dr. Luke does not get paid for them. That is all I want from her in my life. Um, there's a, another piece of news is A Simple Favor is getting a sequel. <gasps> I love The Simple Favor. I've never seen it, but I heard <laughs> it's amazing. It's great. And the announcement of this is more importantly what I want to talk about. Apparently, the rumor is the scuttlebutt is the two of them fucking hate each other, yes. <laughs> and I lo- I didn't realize that. Oh yeah, I had no, and I watched like old clips of them doing press together where they would kind of like. Joke, oh wait, wait, wait! The actresses, the
1: actress. I, I was. I thought you meant um, that um, the two characters in the movie no. hate each other. And I'm like, oh, of course, the two. No, characters Blake date.
0: Lively and Anna Kendrick supposedly hate each other, and I watched this old interview of them together, and the and it's like you can see they're like joking being mean to each other but it's not like when we joke and they're like not smiling i don't know it's just like you it feels tense watching the
1: interview whose side are we on i think
0: i mean i hate to say it i feel like i've heard as much as i love the last five years i've heard from multiple sources that Anna Kendrick's a monster.
1: <laughs> a monster? monster? I can't see her being a monster.
0: Monster.
1: I, I refuse to
0: believe I, it. The thing is, some people can put on that cutesy act and behind closed doors.
1: I just. But she she's not like a cutesy person to me. Like, she's not someone who seems. She named like
0: her biography like, Scrappy Little Nobody.
1: <laughs> but the thing is, like, whenever you see like her in an interview, like, to me, she always seems like pretty, like, kind of sarcastic and kind of like her Twitter's pretty sarcastic, but that might be a homosexual right now. <laughs> um, but I mean, the way to settle this with who we're rooting for is have them both perform a Javert suicide. <laughs> yes, and whoever does it better. I think that's the only
0: way to solve any sort of issue, any sort of disagreement is have them perform job suicide it's and have people vote as who does a better job of it. Yeah, I just I cannot speak of my sources, but I will say from people who know that I love her so much in the last five years. so like I have no people. Have said she's a monster, but the thing is, I, I, on the other hand, Blake Lively also was feuding with Leighton Meester on the set of Gossip Girl. Oh, if you're feuding, so, with,
1: if you feud with multiple people, but Anna Kendrick are the problem.
0: Feuds with everyone.
1: <laughs> is she feuding with everyone? She fe- like, I can't really go into. Okay, it. I'll tell you off,
0: mic. All but, right,
1: well, she wouldn't feud with me. We'd be besties. I bet you'd hate her. I, I would be. <laughs> I bet you'd hate her. I'd be like, I was a fan of yours ever since uh, my favorite Broadway, the Leading Ladies concert when you're singing Life Upon the Wicked Stage.
0: Mm. Um. Okay. How do we currently feel? All right. Early last week. Let me just set the scene for people. If you weren't on the internet, early last week,
1: Jesse Williams is in a play. Yes, and called he's "Take Me Out." Called "Take Me a Out." Revival from a 2003 play,
0: and it's like a queer baseball themed musical. Yeah, it's about a baseball player who comes out of the closet. Got it. And he and other members of the cast are notably sans clothing for moments. Yes. Of the there's a shower scene. There's a shower scene. Okay. Yes. It leaks onto the internet a video of, and that supposedly when you walk in, you have to give up your phone so that there are no leaks and no like people taking video or f- photos of Jesse Williams uh, nude and, um, s- or, or the other actors, I'm sure. Uh, but someone snuck a phone in, took a video. It was
1: sitting like front row. It was sitting
0: very close. Yes. Uploaded it to Twitter. It was basically underneath. And I feel like the conversation around this video has <laughs> done like a 180 from when it first happened. Oh, yeah. Because initially people were excited, you know, were like, oh my gosh. And, you know, it was a very fun, lighthearted moment. He's also a Tony nominee now. So, congratulations to Jesse Williams. Uh, but I feel like there was such the reaction from the show. They put out like a statement that was basically like, we like are very concerned about the safety of our actors and like taking video of someone uh, naked without their permission. It, like has legal ramifications. And I feel like the discussion around like what this is and how we should be responding to it has changed. Mm-hmm. So current day, Matt Steele is the theater person in the room. Uh-huh. What are your thoughts?
1: Uh, Well, um okay. Obviously it is wrong. Yes. It is very wrong. Yes. Um I mean I assume, you know, he went into this knowing and producers went into this knowing if there is nudity in two thousand and twenty two, there is a high chance that this could very well happen. For sure. So like there they knew that, you know, risk. That doesn't mean that it's okay no, in the slightest. Not at all. Um my problem was sort of um, for I would say the past two years now, um, there has been a, a, a lot of people on Twitter, like theater Twitter, um, who are very, like not only pro bootlegs, mm. but very much like we are, are entitled to bootlegs and like that bootlegs are a good thing and Wait, we should encourage
0: them. And why we would, uh, sorry, my thought, just I didn't know that. I was thinking, wouldn't they be like,
1: oh, we, I wish we had more pro shot and like release? Well, they want that too. Okay. But they're like, in order to, uh, they think or some of them think that in order to get more pro shots, then we need to take more bootlegs and share them around. So people see how much this drums up excitement for a show, which will encourage producers Ooh, to create this pro is shots. like horrible planning. <laughs> yes, this is
0: like a Batman moment. Yes, You're this like is, taking matters into your own hands. This is
1: like 12 year old theater kids who mm. are like, I've here's this master plan that we have. And it's like, mm. this is a horrible idea. <laughs> um, and so for years, I've, I've gotten into some Twitter arguments about it. And I'm just like, no, bootlegging is wrong. H- Do I occasionally watch a bootleg? Yes. <laughs> but like, whenever I see it, I'm always like, this shouldn't exist. Right. I'm glad it does. But this should not exist and I am certainly not entitled to this. For so like sure. if it's taken down, I'm not angry right. and everything. Um but that day when the Jesse Williams scandal was happening and yes. everything and everyone realized like, "Oh, this is a violation of privacy to yeah. do this to video this nude man and put it all over the internet for everyone to see when the only people who are allowed to see it technically are the people who paid for the ticket. Right. Um, and I was just like, huh, the pro bootleg theater, Twitter is very quiet today. <laughs> sure. And it's like, kids, this is why bootlegs are wrong. Cause this is very much, especially because he's naked, right. a violation of his privacy. But guess what? Bootlegging in general of anything is a violation of privacy. Artistic privacy. Mm.
0: And it's just I think the 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 rub for what you were saying is absolutely the feel the thought that they are entitled to the bootleg. It's like, well this is And it's like (laughs) that is a bridge too far. When we
1: encourage bootlegging, then this is what happens. Mm. Something really bad happens, which is a Person is suddenly naked all right. over the internet when they did not ask to be right, and that's the thing
0: is he was on Watch What Happens Live, I believe, last Monday, and before I think they probably recorded it before the leak happened, mm-hmm. and you know, of course, Andy Cohen being a mess <laughs> asked him a million questions about being naked and the other guys about being naked, and he was very much. I mean, uh, it's just the body, blah blah blah. Sure, but it's one thing to be like, okay, this is the sanctioned place in which I will be nude. It's a part of the story. It's a part of the storytelling. Mm-hmm. Versus just some like voyeuristic, like I'm taking a video and showing everyone just because I want to Oh, and especially that
1: that close. Like, it is close close. and zoomed in. Because when you're, you know, fifth row balcony, you can't zoom in. I remember there was a bootleg from the original production of Take Me Out that was, like, on the internet for five seconds, but it was, like, the last row of the balcony, and it was the shower scene, and you can't see anything, like, anything, because it's 2003 technology, so it's all blurry. Um, But this is, like, no, this is 2022, and, like, this is... You can really see every nook and cranny, right. and so that's a very, very, very different right. thing, you know. Um, so I think it's horrible what happened to him. I mean. It seems like, you know, he's doing okay. Yeah, and, I think he's going to be fine. And But now there are some people who are kind of like, oh, well, did the show want this to happen to drum up controversy, to drum up ticket sales? It also now is interesting,
0: just like the thought process behind this leak, I feel like has changed five times. I can't even yes, keep it has. up with like the conspiracy <laughs> theories as to what happened with this
1: leak. So... Yeah, I mean, the thing is, he's a very beautiful man. Of course. And so he, he will be fine. I'm He'll sure fine. his performance is yes. wonderful. I think, um, I yeah. think he will get roles. He will, get, he will he not get, negatively will get affect
0: roles. his, uh, career.
1: And if he doesn't get roles, he will get women. <laughs> so
0: I, I think he's, he, I don't know his status relationship wise. I think he was married and then he left his wife oh. and like doesn't want to pay her alimony. And that's a whole other thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, lastly, I, again, hate to bring it down, but I think it would be remiss to not discuss the shooting that happened in Buffalo. It just is so disgusting and so disheartening. And the fact that there are, to call back to our last podcast, pro-life people out there who don't believe in gun control. And this person who has this whole vendetta against black people, like just purposefully went to an area with the most black people that he could find. He drove hours, hours to go to Buffalo, New York. And the fact that Tucker Carlson and, Republican people are brainwashing these people into thinking it's okay there are discussion forums about this type of person in fortune and they're I've already seen a clip of someone being like well maybe he's mentally ill and it's like no no you have made him this way you have radicalized this person and of course he um was uh, captured alive yeah and uh, it's just it's it's sickening and it's awful and the worst not the worst part about it, but it like I feel like I've been seeing more and more people showing the video or like footage, not footage, photos of people who passed away in the tragedy. And Mm. it's just like, it's just a 67-year-old lady who's a grandma and was grocery shopping. This guy who's a grandpa buying a cake for his son or something. It's just like, what is wrong? How did we fucking get here? And like, what will it take? And it's one of those things where it's like, if someone shooting up an actual elementary school did not change this.
1: The fact that that was 10 years ago and almost nothing and nothing has, has happened. changed, it's just it's infuriating. And there was another shooting today in Orange County, California. I saw that. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess we need to take a break. We need
0: to take a break, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'll be back. And well, we're just sending positive thoughts to the survivors yeah. and their victims' families. And um, we're going to take a quick break and then be back with more Two Game Mats, the podcast. Now we're
1: back. We're back, guys. Yes. Our Twitch is a buzz. We're talking about a lot on Twitch. Y'all should join us.
0: You really should. Every uh, Sunday at 6.30 p.m. 630 PST. AM.
1: We're learning about each other's dates. It's great. Yes, it's really fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but now we are on to Email My Heart. This is the section of the podcast where we answer any questions that you guys might have. You can be a part of Email My Heart if you email us at twogaymats at gmail.com. Two is spelled T-W-O. Or you can comment on this YouTube video if you are watching this video podcast on youtube yes Uh, so first question was a youtube comment from peter peter says email my heart hey Matt. this is a pretty quick question but 30 fell off hard in my heart Mm. on first listen everything was wonderful but the songs don't have as much replay value as i thought i haven't listened to the album since january anyway Mm. my question is what are your thoughts on the album now and favorite songs mine is woman like me so i guess like what has anything risen has anything fallen and sorry what was the commenter's name peter peter
0: i have to say i also have not been listening to 30 Uh-oh. i listened to it again when my mom was in town because she's like giant adele fan and we were driving a lot going to different gettys every day and so <laughs> i knew she would like the music and it was good to hear again because it had been a minute um I mean, To Be Loved, I feel like, is always going to be my favorite song from that album. Mm. It just is so brilliant. The vocal performance, the melody. Can I get it? I still like a lot. And um, I feel like it might be the next, thing. it's either going to be the next single or I Drink Wine's going to be the next single and there's going to be a video coming out soon. And maybe that'll reinvigorate the era. And because I, I agree, I feel like, oh my God, didn't like super take off. Mm. And so after Easy On Me peaked and went down, there just hasn't been a lot of buzz or, like, reason for me to... I don't know. I just haven't gone and revisited. I feel like it feels... I mean, it's Adele, so of course. It feels like there's, like, a heaviness to the album. Oh, yeah. That is, like, brilliant and beautiful, but also, like, maybe not for everyday listening.
1: Oh, yeah. I can't just, like, play this, you know, as I'm dusting. Right. You know, I've got to sit in my dark corner. Exactly. And listen to my little love. <laughs> and listen her talk to her child and cry on her voice notes. Um, I do... Maybe also the era kind of like petered out a little bit because she was supposed to have that residency in Vegas and then it hasn't happened. We're still waiting for it. Um, But I agree with Peter in the sense that uh, Woman Like Me to me is my favorite song. On that 30s. is a great still, song. I mean, when, at first listen, I was like, this is my favorite and it is still. I listen to it and I'm just like, yes, it is a great um, song. I also Strangers by Nature to me. I mm. listen to it still and I'm just like, what a stunning, stunning opening yes. of an album. That melody. I mean, and just her harmonies yeah. with herself are so, so, so good. Yeah. So, so yeah, I I would say I would say thirty is still in the same area for how much I like it, right. which is a lot. Um, but but yeah, I uh, but
0: I would be open to listening to it more. It just has not been drawing me in.
1: Okay, know? that's that's very fair. Yeah. Um. So next question comes to us from Zach. Hi, Zach. Zach says, Alexa, play Alexa. <laughs> Hello, Mats. Uh, longtime listener, first time emailer. Last week you mentioned no rumblings about the American Song Contest. So, rumble, rumble. Here's the word on the street. Good. We need an update. We do. Uh, a little backstory. I'm from the US, but I currently live in Malta, a small country in Europe. Oh, um, I'm actually, Corey's Maltese. I know. Our oh, friend is yes. Maltese. Um, I'm actually a gay PE teacher. You probably don't remember talking about that a while ago, but I felt heard. Uh, Last year, Malta came close to winning Eurovision with this song by Destiny, and I became hooked on Europe's Kooky Contest. So this year, when the Eurovision producers were tasked with creating a US version, I was intrigued. Uh, It didn't take long, like week one, to find a song and star worthy of the crown. I know K-pop isn't a genre you discuss often, but Alexa's Wonderland is an OK-pop. She's originally from Oklahoma. Oh, an OK-pop.
0: That's cute. Got it.
1: But has family roots in South Korea. She has come back to... Complete this competition. Typically, I think Alice in Wonderland theme is a bit played out, but this song and performance has hooks, production, a great performance, and is already one of my favorite songs of the year. So I guess that is something we have to listen to. All right. Um, I love the OK pop like. hook with her yeah so that makes me want to listen to her absolutely um lastly and here's where the question comes in i believe lastly and completely unrelated (laughs) i am here for justice toward Maisie peters Mm. i feel no one talks about her and her first album was great have you listened to her my favorites are psycho and you signed up for this she also just released a new single straight out of of the year 2002 called Kate's brother that you must listen to. Like always, I'm excited to hear your thoughts. Thanks for being a companion with me on my runs.
0: Well, we have good news for you regarding Maisie Peters is that there's been a patron request for us to review. Uh, You signed up for this. This is a Rebecca Ray's request. And so we're coming up on it. We just recorded a, uh, a patron requested video and we're going to move through the list and we're going to get to Maisie.
1: Yeah. I also have to say I'm very excited because I didn't remember that we got a patron request for this album. Yeah. I'm very excited because after reading this email, I'm like, let me give Kate's brother a spin. Mm. Wait, what's is Kate's brother the song and album? The new song that she just oh. released. How do we feel about it? It is the best song of 2022. Whoa! <laughs> like I was like, who is? I was gonna say, she, who is she? I never heard anything of her before. The second she opened her mouth, it was squeaky, squeaky. I loved it. It was just character <laughs> actress from a Broadway musical, but like Rocky, but poppy. I interesting. Lo- and the song is—it feels like an eighties like storytelling song that's like so cutesy, but still cool. It's so funny and cute. Wow. The hooks are so good. Thanks. So I, Zach, I read this email, and I was like let me just check this out. And I was not expected to be as blown away by this song as I was. So I am down to listen to everything else. You send of her and I can't wait to do this uh, patron request video. I mean, it'll be a, a little bit. It'll be now. a minute. We're g- <laughs> we're gonna get to it. It's gonna happen. Yeah, so um, look out. She's great. All right. She's
0: great. The and the only thing I can talk about the American Song Contest is that uh, I submitted and was not chosen and thus am bitter and will not watch.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, fuck them guys. But it
0: also was like, oh, you can't submit with a song that's already been released to the public, and mm. I'm like, I just put out a fucking album when mm-hmm. this application came up, it's and like, it's like all my I, best stuff. I out? know I could have put I don't want it in there come on ah, damn it Up I seven. mean that's the
1: thing I've uh, you know whenever I sim- submit to different like screenplay competitions like mm. every now and then I always read it, and for some of them the rules are you could never have had a feature film of yours produced oh really before, that's not and fair. I'm just like Damn it. Right. That's whatever. Nice. Devo's available now. <laughs>
0: oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so many ads. We can ask your like, ads while we're having ads on the Twitch. This is literally
1: the third time I brought it up in this podcast today, but whatever. It's All available now. Right. Um Matt Steele, I have a yes. question for you. Mm-hmm.
0: What has been giving you moments, darling? All
1: right. So we know I'm not a TV girl.
0: No, she's not. Um,
1: but you know, I love TV if it is like a mini series and I know there's going to be an end. Mm. Well, there is something that I consumed on Friday because I was at my friend Megan's and we mm-hmm. were like, oh, it's getting kind of late. Let's watch a movie. And then we were like, oh, it's getting kind of too late for a movie. Let's like watch like an episode of this miniseries that I, um, w- we were both thinking of watching yeah. everything and we we're like, oh, we'll watch one episode and then we'll watch it like another day and everything. Mm-hmm. And so we watched one episode and guys, I need to know what the fuck happened. On the staircase, <laughs> I need <laughs> to know what happened to Tony Collette and that poor woman on the staircase. Available on HBO Max. I, I I need to know. And the problem is, okay, first of all, if you don't have, if you haven't seen the absolutely bonkers trailer for it, which I did, which made me go, I want to watch this. Um, it is about um, a, tr- a crime that actually happened in the. Um, Wait, I'm sorry. Did you watch the trailer or the pilot? The pilot. Okay. okay. And uh, so it happened in December of uh, 2001. Mm. And it was an, a true story that happened um, about a woman who fell down a staircase and they don't know how. And Shit. they're trying to figure out who did it. What happened? Was it a murder? Was it an accident and everything? And her husband is being accused. Her husband, the uh, wife is played by um, Tony Collette. The husband is played by uh, Colin Firth. And he was like a mayoral candidate for his town and everything. And, um spoilers you know just for the pilot but mm. he um his position was he was very much going after the um uh, police, okay, like um, criminality like within the police and um scandals like police scandals and everything. So the city's like police department did not like him. So you're like, did the police set this up? Mm. There's like a moment where you know the police are lying about something, but like you're like, wait, but is he lying about something? Are the kids lying about something? There's like a million stepchildren, um, and you're like, any one of them could have done it. Um, but it is so good wow. and it was so frustrating because um. Uh, it was on you know you're watching on HBO Max and when it, the first episode was over there were four episodes I believe there are four episodes um, and when the first episode was over I was hoping my friend Megan would be like let's just watch one more but she was like oh well that was really good <laughs> oh, well I'm going to <laughs> well, bed and I was, was like really Megan good. no!" and so I was like well and it happened on Friday and yeah. Pastor Dan moved out on Saturday so I was like I only have one more day with Pastor Dan's TV so I have to watch this all tonight. So I was like, okay, I'm going to be up till three o'clock in the morning watching the rest Did of these you episodes watch it all? because I thought Pastor Dan has HBO Max. Oh, I went no. to HBO Max, ready to sit down, had a bowl of popcorn, <sighs> and Pastor Dan does not have HBO Max. But the thing
0: is, I have it, but I don't know if I can share it with you because I got it through my parents' internet. It's fine. Like,
1: I'll get it at some point okay. when me and Travis like buy our TV and everything. Okay. So I'll have to wait to find out what happened on the staircase. <laughs> Because I just, I need to know. I need to know. I'm riveted. I'm my, my. And another part that's like completely off topic that was so crazy to watch was you forget how technology, how much technology has changed Mm. since 2001. Like we think of 2001 and we're just like, oh yeah. It was like yesterday. It was like yesterday because it really does feel like yesterday. Um, But also we're just like, oh, but technology was kind of the same. Like they had cell phones and the internet and everything. But you watch this show and the things that they have and the way they have to communicate with each other. And you're just like, oh my God, <laughs> we lived like that. I know. And these are like rich people. Right. And we're just like, if they're living like that, we were living worse. I know. And so it's like, wow, we've really come along. Like I mean, I remember
0: printing out MapQuest directions when I was first starting to drive. Oh my God. Like crazy. The thing
1: is like, you would have to ask people for directions and like write it down and like hope that they were right. Right. And it's just... Wild, wild times. I like, can't believe There was one phone in the house. Craziness. But anyway, y'all, the staircase has a chokehold on me right now. And I just, I need to know... I need to know what happened on that staircase
0: uh, I apologize I'm gonna talk about something a little off topic just but because you mentioned 2001 uh, I on Tuesday There apparently my high school has some sort of spring like oh like trying different kind of careers and like things you want to talk about and they reached out to me and be like can you get like give this class a talk about songwriting uh-huh. and so I'm giving a class to them about songwriting and the whole time I was preparing for it and like it's not gonna change much I was thinking okay these are like high schoolers these are like 10th 11th 12th graders these are eighth graders I'm talking to. Oh. And I was like, okay.
1: They don't, they're
0: not. They're not going to know. I, I talk about the CDs. I talk about, yeah, I, and I'm like, you, that I means, talk about
1: songs that are over two and a half minutes. So it's like you were born in, if they
0: were, thir- if they're 13, they were born in 2009. Yeah. I almost made a reference to be like, oh, well, you know how different music is between now and like when Lady Gaga came out, when you were born so (laughs) i am sure it'll go fine i need to make sure i don't curse (laughs) because uh, you know when i get on a mic it's always my thing it's like do not curse in front of these little christian kids and uh but i'm sure it'll be fine hopefully i have some questions i'm like i don't think i have an hour of content it's just gonna be like oh yeah i did this this and this i I I made my friends buy my album i feel
1: like you could learn a lot too because you could be like all right kids how do you consume music and then (laughs) they're all gonna be
0: like spotify are
1: they? Or are I they think. gonna be like, oh, I just listened to some on TikTok and Oof, that's
0: not you're not getting a
1: song. I, I mean, know, if someone I don't says get that, I
0: don't get it. I'll have to I'll burst into flames. Um, okay. So my giving you moments is gonna be kind of all over the place because okay. I, I haven't like consumed a big thing, but a lot of things have, you know, contributed to my joy this okay. week. Okay, um, one, as I mentioned, I've been playing the ocarina of time, Zelda game from N64. Whenever you
1: say like <laughs> oca- like I'm playing the ocarina yes. of time. I'm always I always just hear I've been playing the ocarina. <laughs> no. And I just imagine you with a fucking ocarina (laughs) hey
0: but i mean link does play the ocarina throughout the game so like i've learned several songs on the ocarina in the game is it inspiring
1: you to put ocarina in your next album it is not but it
0: is it's just like makes me emotional, like memories of childhood. Like I remember playing these games, this game uh, as a kid. And I am impressed with myself because even as a kid, I was like, Zelda is fun, but it takes too fucking long to figure stuff out. So I'm buying the companion book that will tell you, okay, when you get here, you have to play this song to get the horse to appear, et cetera, et cetera. And I've only looked up a YouTube video on like how to do one thing.
1: Okay, good job. And I
0: have gone through a good portion of the game. It is
1: I've only cheated once. Not
0: cheated, just <laughs> asked for help. Okay. <laughs> and you know, I think it is one of my favorite Zelda games. I also played uh the SNES Zelda A Link to the Past. Um uh, kind of recently right when c- COVID was starting so I think those are my top two but playing that has been a joy um, I also watched the first two episodes the only first two because it's on Showtime and I don't have Showtime uh, but they released the first two episodes of I Love That For You which is the new Vanessa Bayer show mm-hmm. on Showtime and it is uh, Vanessa Bayer and Jennifer Lewis and Molly Shannon and it, they work at like a QVC-esque kind of establishment I love that and premise and I love them <laughs> great premise it's a great cast and Vanessa Bear is so likable And funny and heartwarming, but also like a liar. (laughs) I won't spoil it for you, but like basically, this has been her dream job for so long. She's been looking up to Molly Shannon her entire life. She finally gets the job, and she doesn't do well her first week. Jennifer Lewis is, of course, the boss. Is like about to fire her, and then she does something wild.
1: She lies. (laughs) She lies. I I mean, I think it's in the
0: trailer, but even still. It's a good show. I'm excited. I'm going to wait for all of the episodes to be released and then get a free trial of Showtime for a week Then turn it right on okay. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, I feel like, again, I'm going to talk about it every week. The Real World: Homecoming, New Orleans, is the best show on television. Melissa Beck is the best reality star. I need someone to throw money at her immediately. I need her on my TV every single week. All I right. cannot say goodbye to her at the end of this eight episodes or whatever. She's so fucking funny. She's so clear and like calm cool and collected and like really getting julie together who needs to be got together every five minutes like (laughs) you're out like what happened because i watched the old uh real world as well like kind of in conjunction and julie's like ignorant but like seemingly level-headed and now she's completely erratic like she seems like something has broken within her i don't know if this is substance based or if this is just personality but like she's off off And every time Melissa, like, and even this past episode, she's like, you know what, Julie, I was coming at you a little hard. And like, I apologize for that. And it's like, I was like, don't apologize. (laughs) Julie's out of her mind. But Melissa is a light. Danny is great too. Even though he said something this last week that I was like, shut up, Danny. But we love our gays. So Melissa, number one, Danny, number two, a lot of good people. Tokyo, also great on that show. It's another lovely show. I'm trying to think of what, oh, also lastly, I just wanted to say I talked about before the show premiered Candy Pump Rules, which Mm -hmm. is Candy and the Gang. It is following Candy's restaurant, OLG, in Atlanta and the servers and all the drama that happens um, at that restaurant. And the season just finished. And it's not like... It is definitely a lighter show than Vanderpump Rules like it's not like this is a dramatic like who done it like the first few seasons of Vanderpump Rules were but the characters are so funny and fun and quick-witted. It just is lighthearted but really joyful and I feel like not enough people are talking about it. It also is I think the only Bravo show currently that has like queer cast members and for a network that is held up by is, women and gays yeah. it's just like Why have you kicked the one gay guy off Summer House? Why has there never been a queer person on Vanderpump Rules set in West Hollywood? Like, it's crazy. So the fact that there are not even just one, I would say, like, five queer people on Candy and the Gang. Okay, Candy. I would recommend watching this show. It is a joy. It is, again, very light. I hope they bring it back for another season. If they're bringing Vanderpump, which I also heard this week, which is like not giving me moments, Vanderpump Rules did get renewed. And if they're renewing that show that hasn't been good in three seasons, they can renew fucking Candy Pump Rules. Three seasons, fuck. Ooh. Last good season was season six, and they just finished season nine. Damn. Oh, I'm it's so rough. Sorry. And I, because it's like, of course I'm going to keep watching. I know, that's And I'll thing. watch it like, like that's that. The thing. That's it. sucks. Thing. It sucks. But you know, um that's I think it for me this
1: week. Is there any other uh anything else we want to share with the people before we get going? So. Guys um, be good to yourselves and each other yes. as Jerry Springer tells us at the end of all of his episodes Okay, do we
0: need to be quoting Jerry Springer on this
1: podcast it's a nice sentiment yes
0: sure but, Yeah,
1: and okay. our show is kind of like the Jerry Springer of podcasts I, we, hey, we battle over Javert's suicide that's true but, but
0: I feel like that was not what the fights were like on Jerry Springer if I re- recall correctly
1: <laughs> well, well it's similar enough
0: thank you guys so much for listening we'll be back next week with more Two Game Mats, the podcast bye guys bye